Personnel, clear the launch platform. The Leaving Today Podcast, the show about the news, history, and attractions of the Disneyland Resort. Hello, welcome to Leave Today Podcast, episode number 174. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon, this evening, this morning, however it is you are doing it. We very much appreciate it. Uh, my name is Mark, one of the co-hosts here of the Leave Today Podcast. Sitting to the right of me is the Trail Master of Puppets himself. Booty. Good evening. Good evening, sir. Uh, we hope that you find today's show to be good and um, enjoyable, and uh, hope everything's going okay. We know you have a lot of choices out there for your Disneyland entertainment consumption, and I'm glad that you guys have decided to sp- spend some time with us today. Today's show is sponsored by you, the listeners. If that's something you want to get behind, you, we can definitely make that happen. Uh, go to leavingtodaypodcast.com, click on the Patreon link. We make it super simple, $1, $3, and $5. Uh, for that, you get to be on the show. You get some cool swag. Um, yeah, and there's that. We also have T-shirts on the same link uh, on Leaving Today Podcast. Also, Instagram, Leaving Today Podcast. And everything is on there with our fancy link tree. Uh, today is still in the second quarter of 2023. Summer is upon us. So that's the time frame from we are when we were speaking. Today, we're going to be going over some news and having uh, our friend on, Jay. JJ mm-hmm. Bratton to talk about a recent trip to the parks. He was just there uh, a week ago, I think, and he tried some he tried some things, and um, he's going to share some details about that as well. Lots of news to cover today. Um, hopefully, we can do the randomizer with Jay. I mean, I never know when that thing shows up. You know, the randomizer is random. It did. In fact, mm-hmm. um, I woke up like three in three three in the morning because the randomizer was going off. And I was like, dude, I need to shut this thing off. Yeah, I don't know what <laughs> weirdo. Yeah, absolute, absolute weird. Okay, so um, hopefully Jess will call in today, too. I know she's working right now. Yeah, as, as we're recording, I'm messaging back and forth to get her on. Yeah. Make sure we get we can figure it out. Yeah, and, you know, just to, I know people have asked me, whatever. Yeah, she's busy with work. Uh, we, we are in touch on a, you know, maybe not a daily basis, but probably three or four times a week. I, we talk, talk. To her, I talk to her practically every day. Okay, well, Udi's got some connection. I do. I've known her for 20... Wait, how many years now? Wait. I don't know. I've 10, known her for 11, 12. seven. I've known her for 12, 13. Well, I actually met her before she joined the show at the at the, at the the chalet. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Funny. Anyways. Weed. Anyways. Uh, no opening question today. Um... Although, actually, I want to try something. Um, we've never done this ever before. I want to see if this works out. Um, I want to make this really, really, really quick. And Udi doesn't even know what I'm talking about. But it is Fernando's birthday today. Oh, okay. Fernando in San Diego. So I'm going to call him because 
Normally, I don't have my phone connected, but my phone is connected today, <laughs> as you can tell. Yeah, I'm like, what the F are you doing? So um, I'm going to see if we can route the audio through this phone call. He has no idea we're going to call him. And 14, the guy got 14 text messages, and that's got to be oh, one's from Udi and one's the LTP. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, listeners, we don't ever, ever do this, uh, but, uh, but Fernando is a special case. Uh, let's see if we can In get... more ways than one, my friend. Okay, so I, don't, I have no idea how this is going to work, but uh, hopefully the, the, the audio comes through clear. All right. Oh, it's ringing. Here we go. It's ringing. Here we go. We got to wish him happy birthday. Yeah. He's probably drinking right now. I hope so. On a Sunday? On his birthday? Fernando. Hello? Is this Fernando? Hey, how's it going, man? Dude, how's it going? Do you know who this is? Yeah, it's Mark. It's Mark. And it's me. It's Udi, too. What's up, man? Oh, both of you. Yeah. Y- yeah, dude. What is up? You know what? We are calling you because it's your birthday today, yeah? Uh, yesterday. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. We're one day off, though, but still. <laughs> we are we are recording a show right now, live, and I just wanted to try something new to see if I could actually route the audio and surprise you with a happy birthday wish from us. I, I'll take it. <laughs> how was your birthday? How was your birthday? It was good. It was good. Uh, just getting older, so you know how that goes. Everything hurts. <laughs> Everything hurts. Yeah, what you didn't hear was, oh, I said, oh, uh, Fernando's probably drinking, and Udi goes, "No, he's not drinking on a Sunday." I go, "I don't think Fernando ever stops." <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. It's like the whole court. He's always angry. Like my secrets, I'm always drunk. It's yeah, I like it. He's like, "What's your secret?" I'm always drunk. You can drink a lot because I'm always drunk. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, dude, I just want—I don't know what you guys, what, what, what you're doing. I didn't want to interrupt or anything, but just, we just want to take like a minute and say happy birthday and thanks for listening all these, all the, all these years. Oh yeah, man, definitely. I appreciate it, guys. Of course, of course. Yeah. And then, um, you know, uh, I may be going to a San Diego Padres game this summer, so if I do, I will let you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Let me know. Okay. Yeah, because I know I've I've seen your your pictures down there at Petco a few times. I don't, I don't know how often you go, but um, maybe we can sync up for a drink or something. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, at least a couple. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. At least a couple. At least Mark is a much of a drinker. If I go, then then we're talking. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah. And and dude, are are you? Do you have your annual pass for? Uh, or sorry, your magic key for Disneyland? Yeah, I, I do. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay. I <sighs> uh, just it's yeah. one of those things we were talking about yesterday about. Getting an annual pass maybe yeah. next year. And so, anyways, the, uh, to make a long story short, the next time we go down, you will be notified yeah. so we can make you meet up. For sure, so For sure. it's going to be a lot of a lot of drinking then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, dude. You know that's totally fine. Yeah, and then um, I think our next show we're going to do a call in. We'll we'll put it out there, but yeah. giving you the heads up, the forewarning, probably a couple weeks. Okay. That way you can yeah. you can jump in and chime in as usual. Yeah, just let me know. All right, for sure, brother. Okay, man. Well, dude, have the have a good rest of your day. Yeah, and happy belated birthday. Happy belated birthday from the LTP, man. Thanks, guys. All right, man. All right, later. Okay, see ya. Bye. Bye. Well, well, well. That was that nice. worked out well. That was nice. Yeah. Hey, LTP. If you want that special treatment, <laughs> um, usually usually we do that for about five hundred bucks. Uh, but Fernando did it for free. <laughs> no, I'm Holy just joking. Crap. Nah, no, I'm man. joking. We now nah, Fernando's just an awesome guy. Yeah. Anyway, you cut it. Yeah. So and he's like an OG. Yeah, I had never. Yeah, he is an OG, and I, we've never done that before. Nope. But uh, maybe we could do that again. 
I think we should. We should. We gotta. We gotta get our list up. Yeah, I, there's no other podcast doing stuff like this. I don't know. Who? Oh, maybe. I don't listen to other podcasts. But there aren't any other podcasts. Oh, oh no! According to the other people, there are plenty of other podcasts. But we'll get there. Oh, in a we're moment. Gonna, yeah, we're gonna get there in a minute. We'll get there in a minute. Okay, so with that, let's go to the news. You, listen to me now. You are talking about things that you do not understand. Well, uh, the news is I was telling Udi yesterday that I want to keep today's show light. Um, <laughs> and oh. if anyone knows anything about Udi, it's not it, it's everything's kind of there's there's something going on with Udi all the time. There's always <laughs> there's always something. Something's uh, got him worked up. And don't worry, we're going to get to that. So we're going to do a little bit of mix of that. But we've got Jay coming on and um, we want to keep things light because Jay's a great guy as well. Yeah, we, like the the concern is always that we 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 don't want to be negative all the time. No, we don't. But I want to call some stuff out. Yeah, we got to call balls and strikes, and and, yeah. and some people don't like that, and I and I completely get it. Sure. Because if you if you don't want to be you know taking any negative energy, and when you talk about it, it's difficult. And so I get it. And so when you guys, if you know, if I run off on a tangent, and I run off on a rant. And I always try to end it with, look, I'm, I'm saying this because I care. It's not because I'm right. just angry and Disney sucks or I'm mad at it or whatever. I, it's not it. It's, it's literally legit me going, hey, this is our company, too. I mean, I don't have a stock in it. And if it keeps on dropping any further, I'll probably buy the dip. But anyway, I'm not going to go You ahead. should buy the yeah, dip. Yeah, I think I may buy no financial advice, but I may I may buy the dip. But yeah. my whole point is that it's because we care. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it may be hard at times to listen to and a little bit like, oh, man. But. We well, gotta know, man. Yeah, we gotta know, and actually, that that might lead us off with a negative thing, and and that's fine. You know, I don't care. Uh, so, what I do appreciate is people leaving us reviews, good or bad. Yep. And um, we got a one star rating a couple weeks ago, whatever. Um, and uh, I'm gonna, I might read it to you. It's, do you want to read it? No, I'm not gonna read it. Okay. But basically, we were called morons. Um, mm-hmm. And you shouldn't listen to us because we don't know. And thank you for pointing that out because I'm apparently I'm too much of a moron to know that I'm a moron. <laughs> so th- I, you know, thank God that this guy's here to let me know. So I, I you know, we, we talked about it, and it was like, you know, when whenever you get that, I we we always said, hey, leave us a review, leave us a comment, and we appreciate them. And and here's going to be my only critique because the guy. It was all hyperbolic. He says the entirety uh, from beginning to end was hyperbolic. He never once said anything. It was. It was the discussion about layoffs and corporate decision making. Okay. Yeah. Sounded like my twelve-year-old nephew making stuff up to fill in a research paper. Um, the sad thing is, they. I thought you weren't going to read. No, I'm not going to read all of it. The sad thing is, they sound like they believe what they're saying. We we have no real clue about anything, and we're two morons. Do not listen to us. Yeah. Truly. Okay. So for those of you who think we're morons, you can turn off now. It's fine. Well, no. And, 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 <laughs> no, here, here's my whole point with bringing this up, okay? And, and the reason why I, I want to bring it up is because this is exactly what I'm talking about. If you want to be, have a legit discussion, pros and cons, then let's do that. Sure. The good, the bad, a point, counterpoint. I always talk about that. It's not, it's not about winning an argument. It's about having that discussion. And so when I, I read that, I kind of put my head down. I'm like, really, dude? Like, what did what did we say? Yeah, that we were wrong and we we're moronic about. We were literally reporting on what was going on in our opinion on it. That sure. was it. Sure, that was it. 
So without going too far into it, you know who you are. If you actually actually wind up hearing it, you broke a cardinal rule, by the way. Because mm. if you are who I think you are, yeah, you broke a cardinal rule. We don't do it here, no. and that's why we're not going to do it now. No, but by the way, dude, um, and I seriously mean this. You have our number. You can come on the show anytime you anytime. want. Anytime. You know who you are. <laughs> yeah, you if do. you want to come and have a discussion and call balls and strikes along with us, then you're more than welcome. For we sure. will bring on anybody. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah. So that's my my whole point is like, if you want to have an honest discussion, let's 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 be real. So like I said, if you if you are who I think you are, you broke a cardinal rule. Not cool, bro. Low blow. Low blow. But again, dude, open invite because I think absolutely. Anytime. Anytime. Because anytime you can reach out to Mark, you can reach out to me. More than happy to have a discussion with you. No problem. And we'll record it if you want. And if you want to have a discussion not recorded, I'll have it too. I say it all the time. I yeah. answer all my DMs. I pray them all negative and positive. I engage with everybody because more engagement, not less. Not name calling, sure. but having an honest discussion. Yep. But can we go to the positive one now? Positive. So That's, Okay. So I, I, I want to leave it there. Like I said... Can we go on to the good one now? The the news? No, the other, the, the more important one. Oh, I wasn't going to read that. No, read that one, because we got to go negative, but we got to end it on a high note, so can we please do that? We got another review. Um, and this one was what? A five-star review. Five-star. I think? Um, well, yeah, a five-star. And then this one, we will say, who's that from? I don't, Psycho Pouncer. There we go, Psycho Pouncer. Okay. Uh, am I reading this whole thing? Yeah, read. Well, we, See, well, he, he, what we didn't read the, the whole thing. No, negative. because the negative, I don't want to feed into that negative because okay. all he was doing was name calling. Sure. And he wasn't calling out critique. It wasn't an honest critique. It was just name calling and, and calling us morons. I'm not going to give that game. Well, maybe he didn't re- think we would even understand what he was talking no, about. No, maybe. But okay. see, and, and this right here, this person that, that left us this review, it's a little bit long, but listen, when you guys listen to it, this is what we're talking about right here. Yes, and okay. I did not write this. No. Okay, I said. I don't think you could have written it that good. You're a good writer, but oh, I, I could have written it this good. <laughs> um, five star review, one of the best podcasts out there. Yes, I subscribe to a ton of podcasts, and Leaving Today is one of the best shows being produced, Disney focused or otherwise. That actually means a lot to me. Yeah, that is a 100. I read that in my man mark tip of the cap because that is a big, big uh, kudos to you, buddy. You do it all. Well, thank you. Yeah. Mark, Udi, and Jess are extremely consistent, rarely missing a technical, oh, sorry, missing a scheduled show, and they never phone it in. I, I, I want to pause right here. Yeah. Go ahead. Can I pause real quick? Yeah. I appreciate you spelling my name correctly. Thank you. I was going to say that. They, yeah, it's not right. Which, again, means they're paying attention. Sure. See what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they never phone it in to put out content. The sound quality is always great, and the music fits the tone of the conversation. Thank you. But it doesn't sound overproduced or slick. Listening to the show feels like sitting around a table with friends, talking, joking, and reminiscing about your favorite place to visit. Dude, exactly. Exactly. That's why I want you to read it. Okay. Um, The talking points are relevant, interesting, timely, and sometimes controversial, yes, but never heated or or conceived to create division. Ah. I love that the hosts offer thoughtful criticism and examination of the parks, the corporation, and executive executive decision-making, but never let the criticism devolve into hating on or bad-mouthing Disney. Right. I always look forward to one of Udi's rants. You're the only person, dude. Yeah, only one. Everybody helped. Everybody else hates him. Yeah. You should, if you if you like that, dude, or I'm, I don't know if you're a man or woman, you should come riding with us because Udi will not be quiet <laughs> for the whole time. It's like whatever, <laughs> from loading in to loading out. It's, yeah. it's okay, Udi, okay. Anyways, uh, 
I always look forward to one of Udi's rants. Jess is unique inside as a mm-hmm. former cast member Agreed. and Mark's ability to keep the show on track. Yep. And lighthearted. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. This is one. This is the one show that I fish pump and quiet yell, yes, <laughs> when I see a new episode populate in my app. Awesome, dude. The only, the only one criticism I have is I wish it was a weekly show. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I know it's a labor of love and everybody's busy with work and life and I just enjoy the show that much. Uh, awesome. Thank you so much thank for that. Thank you. So the reason why I wanted you to read that whole entire thing is because this is right there yeah. is why we do it. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because you get what we try to accomplish here, which was, and, and you, you, you put it perfectly. Yeah. Sitting around a table, we say it all the time. We're, right. We want it to be where we're sitting around a table, whether we're drinking coffee like we are now or mm-hmm. drinking, you know, having a few drinks, a couple cocktails, a couple beers, whatever it could be. Yeah. And talking. And we and, and anybody who has listened to us for longevity, you will hear us that we have points of contention that we will come up. We have different opinions, but we never, ever take it as a point. I mean, we jab at each other lovingly because we're a family and you know any family that loves each other is going to jab at each other but at the end of the day it's all done out of love and kindness and but we're all here for the same thing so that's why that reviews like that mean the world to me and mark and to jess because it it, it reaffirms that all the things that we do and why we do it is coming across yes so thank you a million and especially that one came after that that other crazy negative one sure and so to get that like on the back end is like now here's somebody who really doesn't get it and was going to do the, what, what we hate. Mm-hmm. And then here's another person who comes around the back end and totally gets it and supports what we're doing. So thank you. Your timing, I know you didn't know that, but your timing was impeccable. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Absolutely. I can't say it any better than that, yeah. except that, um, again, it, 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 what you wrote really resonated with me because mm-hmm. it is a labor of love. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do try to put it out every two weeks because it's, it's important. I think that just to do that. Um, we're that, a week off this week because of Mother's Day. But, Mother's Day, yeah, yeah. but but this will be up as soon as I can get it. Get it, and the, there's a joke in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, I don't want to go there. Okay, I'll post it as soon as I can. Yeah, how, how about that? I mean, let me let there me phrase that. Like that. Much <laughs> um, better. Uh, but uh, yeah, we don't ever really want to phone it in, even though there are some times where I felt like, oh, actually. There have been many, not many times, there have been a couple of times where I'm like, oh, you want to record this week? I don't think so. But are we due? Yeah, we're due. Okay, let's do something. And I hope it doesn't come across as it's just, uh, yeah, as this is kind of putting it together. I mean, there may have been some times during the um, the shutdown that we were like, okay, well, what are we going to talk about? But we, we made it work. Yep. So anyways, enough about that. Thank yep. you so much. Thank we will you. C- continue to do the show. Yep. All right. Now... News item, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser closing permanently in September. The announcement comes after months of disappointing occupancy. The Galactic Star Cruiser debuted just over a year ago. While bookings were at capacity for a while, the current operations had reached a point where there were only enough guests to fill fill one dinner service. Mm -hmm. Low occupancy cruises were being canceled, and rumors indicated that Disney was opting to not renew many entertainment cast contracts. They began offering discounts to DVC members and cast members recently as well. Uh, Star Cruiser won the TEA the award for outstanding achievement in brand experience that is the themed entertainment association mm-hmm. before star wars galactic uh, cruiser opened it went through waves of selling out followed by mass cancellations mm-hmm. uh, right before the grand opening in march 2022 blah 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 um they also boasted uh bob chapek boasted of 
continued high demand for the Star Cruiser. And anyways, it was supposed to be a three-day, two-night immersive Star Wars adventure on a fictitious cruise ship where guests became part of a conflict between the Resistance and the First Order. Mm-hmm. Um, it had ex- ex- exclusions to Batuu, Theme Mills, and Live Entertainment. Yeah, the high price text, uh, the trip started at about 4800 for two guests for a standard cabin, queen-size bed, and two twin-size bunks. Uh, the price increases if you have more guests, um, uh, upwards of $6,000 for a standard cabin. Um, uh, this is a note from Disney. Is Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser one of our most creative projects ever and has been praised by our guests and recognized for setting a new bar for innovation and immersive entertainment. This premium experience gave us the opportunity to try new things on a smaller scale of 100 rooms. And we will take what we learn to create future experiences that can reach more of our guests and fans. Uh, we'll be contacting our guests um, who have bookings after September 30th to let them know. Okay. They're proud of the cast members and Imagineers who brought Star Wars Galactic Star Cruises to life and look forward to delivering other stuff in the future. All right. Udi, what are your thoughts? Uh, saw that coming. Yeah. A Galactic Star Cruiser away from here. Like, no. Sure. I, okay. So um, I, I, I let me go back real quick. Um, when this was initially announced way back when, I was like, oh, that's sounds cool yeah and I, you can yep. probably go back and find an episode or two of me talking about how that would be cool to go to yada sure. yada yada sure and at that moment in time i was 100 percent on board i thought dude that would like again that would be an amazing thing yeah problem problem one uh cost so i'm like oh crap that's a high price okay it but it, it could still be worth it then more and more began to roll out long story short um once it became clear that they were going to go and again uh, tag it to the sequel trilogy. Again, understanding the business wise, what they're is trying that, to push. Is that what it is? Oh yeah, Batu. Okay, yeah, Batu. Gotcha. Okay. So your they time locked the hotel into time lock into the same things that it did with Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. That has been a problem from the beginning. I I I love the idea and the concept behind it because it can it, 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 like they're saying their spin on it. And I'm air quoting spin on it. It's like oh they're trying to be innovative and I get that and, and to a level yes it's very creative and it is outside the box. The problem is that they pick the wrong era and they continue to pick the wrong era. I keep on saying it. I'm not saying that mm. you know my personal opinion on the sequel trilogy is that they're garbage. They're hot garbage, especially the middle one. Okay. The bookends are okay. Um, prequels are great. Obviously, the, the original trilogy is its masterpiece from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. My opinion. I get that. So, they picked the wrong era. I understand why Kathleen Kennedy picked that. And I, you all know my, my, my feelings towards Kathleen Kennedy sure. aren't very warm and fuzzy. Sure. So, um, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Then once you begin to hear, and then and like I I, I was like okay, I'm not going to pay attention to the influencers who got paid or got it given to them to go. Yeah, because that, I, I, that, that's I, all nonsense. Yeah, it's all non. It's, it's yeah. all. I mean, they're they're incentivized to give it a good review. Like sure, like who's going to be in there? And be like, hey, we're we're going to give you this three day package. It's normally six grand. Go and have a good time and give us your honest review. They're going to be like, oh yeah, it was horrible. No, it's not happening. They no. get cut off. It, it's pretty. It, no. It's a pretty sick little system they got going. But anyway. Yeah. I waited for the real people. The people who paid. The yeah. one that, that and, and once I started reading and watching their reviews of the whole thing, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no. 
<laughs> right. And, th- and that's really what it was. So yeah. um, really what happened is that the in- initial offering, the excitement over it, once the reality of it came through, mm-hmm. that's why you saw the drop off. Yeah. Period. Once yeah. the once the word got out that this is not what it is. Right. Or is not all uh, cut, uh, you know, made out to be. Mm-hmm. Boom. The bottom dropped out of it. Yeah. So it's a huge black eye to Disney, a huge black eye to Lucasfilm, and a huge black eye to Kathleen Kennedy because my understanding is she was one of the main people pushing for this. Okay, well, I don't disagree with everything you said. I mean, I, I agree with most of everything you said, I, but a, a, a black eye, maybe. I, but I, I do want to give Disney credit for thinking outside the box yeah. and going, okay, this is a this is a new entertainment theme thing that we might mm-hmm. be able to, to do. And then I, I was thinking, gosh... Okay, what if what if there was like a Harry Potter experience or like a Lord of the Rings experience? Okay, where you could, I was like, oh, okay, I might okay. Do so, that. so here, here, here's the thing though. You're you're hitting you're hitting the nail on the head with that is because you're right. the The idea behind it, yeah, was solid. It's sure. solid. Yes, there, yeah. there is no doubt that yeah. the idea. That's why when when it initially got offered, everybody, I got excited because I'm like, ooh, because exactly like you, like, dude, can you imagine like you're in there, you're like, yeah, and, 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 you, and you begin to think that way. You know? And Dizzy was being proactive with this, not not reactive, right? Yeah, not like, oh, we need to build a Star Wars Galaxy's Edge because Harry Potter World's coming. No, 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 no. This is what, which is what that was. Yep. This is like, oh, hey, let's try this and see what works. Exactly. So I actually like that they did it. Yeah. And I glad, and I'm glad that they owned up to it. Say, you know, what we're gonna take what we've learned, and maybe scale it down or do something. Well, and again, there are positives to be dri- uh, yeah. drawn from this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the idea was great. The the, the, the but I, I will keep yeah. on saying that that, that Disney needs to get away from. Time locking and stuff. They I need do. to be I more. Agree, inclu- yes. They need to be more realistic. And 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 this is where I, I get mad because you stop trying to drive us to what you want us to drive, go to. Sure. We like what we like. Mm-hmm. Give us more what we like. And and I don't care. Like over and over again, sequels, prequels, original. Yeah. They each have their fan base. Everyone has their fan base that they grew up with. But overwhelmingly, they all originate from the original. Yeah. If they would have, again, like to you, and maybe I'm talking to you and the people in my age range and, and, and uh, you know, kind of lean towards the original trilogy, but you take everything that you've heard about that and then just swap all the characters out and you put original uh, trilogy oh, characters. sure. Mind blown. Yeah. Mind blown. That's what I'm talking about. It's the connection with yeah. the characters that makes or breaks that. So Harry Potter, how many people love Harry Potter? Uh, they did this. Gangbusters, sure. Lord of the Rings, gangbusters, because there's no, there's no like back and forth of this. Those are set in time. Those yeah. are set trilogy. Yeah. That's set there. There's yeah. no con- controversy on which what which one's better. This one, there's none there. Right. So the fact that they went there, they like, they picked the wrong one. They picked the wrong trilogy. Right. So, but it'll be interesting to see what they do in the future. Uh, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I hope you know it'll be interesting. With I, I you know, obviously nothing been announced on what they're going to do with the building. <laughs> Maybe to be a spirit Halloween store? Nah, maybe. Okay. I already I already saw that meme come out, by the way. My brother sent that to him. He's like too, <laughs> he sent that to to some Lamando show. He's like too soon and I started laughing. I'm like, nope. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, I think you bring up some really good points and I, I hope that they learn from this. Um, yeah. almost the same way. I don't want to jag my just like too much, but it's like the same way Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, the concept that they pushed on people, we we understood mm-hmm. that you are leaving Disneyland and going to a different yeah. land where yeah. they don't know what bathrooms are or they don't know yeah. what cell phones are or even currents or, or, you know, US credit or whatever dollars. Yeah, yeah. But 
And I totally got that. Mm -hmm. I, I absolutely got that. But it turns out the common theme park goer, Disneyland goer, not having it. No. Which no. I found was like, really? You know, you, you have that weird moment like, oh, man, because you want it to work. Because yeah. the idea is so, it's a good one. It's a great one, yeah. And you want it to work. But again, I keep on going back to it. Yeah, it's like, whoa, we can't find Disneyland shirts here. And they would have no idea what Disneyland is. Exactly. People go, oh, I don't want to know about that. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I would actually dig that. And again, right? that's why I keep on saying the time locking is a problem. It and is, yeah. And if they're yeah. going to time lock it, they did it to the wrong spot. There are so many things they could revitalize yep. the whole thing. It would not take the big, the big thing it would take would be to unlock it from that time. Yep. And then it, and then retheme a couple little things, redo a couple things, and then boom, you will watch that place explode. I would bet a yep. month's salary on it that that's what would happen. Oh, I would. Okay. I would totally do that. Gotcha. Yep. All right. Reopening date announced for Peter Pan's flight at Disneyland. Peter Pan's flight uh, will close for refurbishment beginning June 5th, according to the Disneyland Resort calendar. It will open on June 30th. Cool. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, Alice in Wonderland, and The Little Mermaid. Uh, we're also closing for refurbishment on June 5th, but we'll be open on June 16th. Not much going on there. These two Fantasyland rides are in the same building mm -hmm. as Peter Pan's flight, so the refurbishment may have to do with the entire structure rather than individual rides. Which a lot of people always forget about that. Yes, they do. It's like one big building. So, yeah, you got to you gotta do... Um, if you're going to do it to one side of the building, like you pretty yeah. much got to do it. might as well do it all. So it's going to be yeah. offline for how many days? A couple weeks. Yeah, a couple weeks. 25 Ten days. days. No, tw uh, 25. No, June. June. Oh, June 16th. Yeah. But Peter, Flans, Peter Pan's flight will be back on the 30th. So. Yeah, so that one's going to be for 25 days. The other ones are going to be down for 11. Yeah, I think people will survive. Not bad, yeah. For sure. 10, 11 days, and even a couple weeks for, for, I mean, Pan, knowing Pan, that is a lot more machinery to deal with. Sure, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, next news item is Downtown Disney District transformation to conclude over the next 18 months at the Disneyland Resort. I'm stoked about this. Yeah, I can't wait to see this. Now, first announced at Destination D23 2021, the Downtown Disney District reimagining has slowly progressed over the past couple of years. Now, Disneyland Resort President Ken Potrack has revealed that new and enhanced retail and dining offerings will, offerings will arrive in the next 18 months which would put a projected date around the end of 2024 for the project. Downtown Disney District at Disneyland Resort is currently undergoing a transformation that includes several new shops and restaurants on the way. The new spaces to be constructed are inspired by the mid-century space age look, which was incredibly popular in California during the 1950s and 60s. Mm -hmm. um, so we know some of them are going to be the award-winning Din Tai Fung, yep. Chinese food that, they include, that serves Chinese food, including bao, wontons, and more. And other outlets on the way, including the beloved Porto's Bakery and a new permanent home for Earl Sandwich. I keep on hearing about Porto's. Yeah. What are they going to do to... Did we talk to Jay about that last time? Porto's? Yeah. I think he did. Okay. I think he brought I'm, it up. I'm not bringing it up again. You um, might bring it up again. So, you will bring it up again. Um, real Earl, Earl Sandwich? Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's going to be like another... I think they've expanded it so it's not just a sandwich shop. There's like a sit-down area now, too, which could be good. Like, it's like a tavern or something, which could be good. All right. Um, like like we said, we've never been a big fan of, of Earl. I've never even eaten it. It's okay. Um, um, it's but, like a Subway. Okay. No, I mean, really. Okay. I mean, correct me if I'm If you guys have a different opinion, that's fine. I'm, well, I'm what, 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 else, what else Jay when he's on? Okay. Um, so I'm stoked that they're actually making really good progress. Um, yeah. 18 months, 
Does that seem ambitious or not? I mean, or is no. that just, okay? No, not really. I mean, because they're not. I, slow. I, I don't. 18. Okay. 18 months for me isn't ambitious. If anything, it is on the, I think, it, well, without having a full idea of the plan. Like, if I, like, could get into the blueprints, which yeah. I'd never be able to, but if I could, I'd be, then I could get a better idea of, like, okay, I see yes. why 18 months it might be. Um, it, it really depends on how extensive the refurbishments and the redoing for the buildings are going to be. Yeah. Um, I think. Um, well, there, there's no refurbishment building from the ground up. Okay, from the ground up, 18 months? Mm, no. Okay. No, that that's not. Um Without going too far into it, um, a frame of a building with the the plumbing and electrical, if it's a commercial-sized building, big square box, and then they add into it, the, the main roots and, and the framing of the, of the building can go in pretty quick. Okay. It can go in pretty quick. Um, it, okay. Me being in trades, there are many factors that can apply to that. So that is 18 is not bad. Um, no. I'm more curious to be real is how much the money situation in Disney is going to affect this because it has to. Sure. But anyway. Yeah. Um, okay. And then on top of that, more Disneyland Forward news is coming out. They're actually are doing some a lot of ground or groundwork, uh, grassroots work to, to get the word out. That's the term I'm looking for. So um, for your listeners out there, go to DisneylandForward.com and you can sign up for their information newsletters and, and you'll get alerted when they're doing stuff. But um, I think next year is when they plan to have a vote. To, for the city of Anaheim to kind of push this forward. And basically what they're doing is uh, want to rezone some of the land that Disneyland currently owns yep. from parking to, to themed entertainment and, um, you know, uh, hotels, restaurants, right. attractions, those types of right. things. And I, I, I believe that the city of Anaheim will say yes on um, this. And, and I, I hope. I yeah. really, really hope, and, yeah. and I'm, and my personal opinion is this is going to be a really, really, really big deal for Disney. Oh, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it has been for a while, but I, I think uh, if you look at the culture of what's going on with themed entertainment right now, mm-hmm. they need to get this done. Sure, they really, really need to get this done. Disney right now is looking for 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 W's. Yep, they've been racking up L after L after L. It hurts me to say that. Yeah. But it's the reality of it. Mm-hmm. So whatever whatever Disney needs to do to begin getting some W's in here, this is potentially one of them. Oh yeah, Disney. Disney again. For if you guys don't know, go. I encourage you go. Like Mark said, go look at it. Mm-hmm. This is very ambitious. It could be very very cool if it's done properly. Yeah. And I still believe in Disney Imagineering. I still believe that at the core of the company, the people in there are amazing. Oh sure, the yeah. people who work for Disney, the, the the people are on the ground creating and helping, you know, the the guests and, everyone, and all that. These are just amazing people that do an amazing job. Yep, thankless uh, and many 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 levels. But yeah, um, I have faith in them. Yeah, for sure, they're going to look at that and go like, yeah, this would be amazing. Let's go for that. And I and I hope again, I'm hoping that Anaheim agrees, allows it, it to happen, and they look at the benefit of how this will help them also. I can go on and on, sure. but I'm a, I'm a moron. I don't know about business, but anyway. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, and, and they're not talking about adding taxes either. They're they're trying to get this funded internally. And I just, you know, we're not we're not citizen we don't we don't vote in Orange County nope. or or pay taxes and nope. well, when we go down there that we do, but yeah. but I just, you know, I, I I hope that they can get this working cuz I think yeah. this would be great. This would be a win for everybody. Yeah. All right. 
The next item is Disney's Pixar Pier Place Hotel transformation to be completed this winter. That's awesome. The project was first announced at the D23 Expo last year. Uh, the, the reimagining of the hotel will, will weave the artistry of Pixar into its contemporary setting. Guests will gain a new perspective on some of their favorite Pixar worlds and characters through carefully curated artwork and decor that reveals the creative journey of the artists who helped bring these stories to life. Um, Right, so we, all we have is, is uh, concept art of some new things that are coming in. I, I think this hotel needed a facelift. Agreed. And I am glad that they are doing that. Um, will I stay there? Probably not. But I, I, I like that it makes some people happy. Um, so cool. Kudos for them. <laughs> yep. Next news item. Um, this is actually going to be a step in the right direction. Not there, but it's... Okay, here we go. We're climbing. Um Guests can modify Disneyland Resort Pass. Sorry, guests can modify Disneyland Resort Park Pass reservations without canceling. Starting now, um, they will roll out Disneyland, Disneyland Resort will roll out a new feature that will let hmm. guests modify the date and/or park of their theme park reservations at Disneyland.com. Um, again, I'm not going to go to the history of all this nonsense <laughs> because we got it. We got a few minutes before Jay comes on. Udi. I'll let you take the lion's share of this. Okay. Because we have a few minutes before Jay shows okay. up. Okay, so let me, let me go here real quick. This is nothing. This is the equivalent of adding the edit button to Twitter. It, sure. It, what does this do to enhance? It doesn't... And it I'm shows that they're listening, Udi. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Oh, so now, instead of you having to cancel and redo it, I can just hit an edit button. Yeah. Whippy. Whippy. Wh- yeah. I mean, okay. Maybe I'm being too too harsh on them. Yeah. But I don't think I am. No. Do more, Disney. Like, do more. The park, <sighs> the park reservation system is no longer. It is now an antique, not needed. It needs to go away. So when, whenever, whenever I hear anything that is, yeah. it, we're getting rid of it, other than that, I kind of go like, "You're doing nothing but just putting a fresh coat of paint on <sighs> a dilapidated building." Right. So. I guess good that they're trying to do something to improve that broken system. I guess if yeah. they want to give them a positive spin, but without outright deletion of the reservation system, I'm underinterested. That is me. There's plenty of people who are going to look at this and go, "Great, good for you," yeah. but for me, it doesn't move the needle. I won't go as far as to say it moves it back. No, but it doesn't move it forward at all for me. For this, okay. when it comes to when it comes to APs and everything. Everyone who has one, or sorry, Magic Keys, I'm glad you have them. I'm glad you're going. Sure. I'm super happy that, that, that you get to go to the park. Yep. And I'm not trying to downplay that. No. At all. No. So, um, but yeah, for me, it's just like, no, I expect more from Disney because I've seen what Disney can do. Sure. That's me. That's my No, no, you're, you're, you're right. I, I think we're at the point now where we need to go back to pre-pandemic operations. Yep. It wasn't broken. It, it was it, never broken. No, it, it, it worked Perfectly fine. I bet we could make the argument that was probably the pinnacle of the AP process was right before the pandemic. Yes. You look at how that system worked, even within the reservation system. Yeah. It was still firing on on all cylinders. So I'm trying to figure out in my (laughs) mind why. I mean, again, we're outside of the pandemic. So are they just continuing to be in that pandemic mindset or, or... I, I, feel, I still think they like the control aspect. Uh, and that could be it. Like, I feel like we're missing a, in a, a very important piece of the puzzle as to why they continue to run it in this way. 
we're missing a factor because when we look at all the evidence that we have, we don't come like one plus one plus one equals three. We're like one plus one plus, and then we have like a thing, and we're at five. We're like, wait, how do we get to five? Like, what what what, what is the the missing <laughs> yeah. number? Yeah, or we're missing division or a multiplication yeah. in here that we're not getting that equation. The equation doesn't add up to what we have in front of us. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, what are we missing? Right. What are we missing? That's the way I feel. So that's why until they eliminate this or give me a reason like this is why. Yeah. Then I'll be like, okay, well. Uh, but. I mean, again, I hate beating dead horse here, but there were five annual passes. Four of them had some blackout dates and yep. some restrictions. Yep. The fifth one, the the flex pass, had some blackout dates. It had a lot of good to you know good to go dates, and it was super simple. Mm-hmm. Hey, Udi, let's go on April third and fifth. Uh, sorry, those are not those are all blacked out. Okay, how about the seventeenth and eighteenth? Oh yeah, we can like reserve those. Yep. Done. Yep. And then on the 18th, you know, we have a good to go date. We'd go there on a good to go and then come in the next day. Like, yeah. And then we go, wait a minute. Maybe the, the 19th is going to open up. And oddly enough, we would do that. Or actually, you did that. I did it all the time. I didn't do that, but I, I know did you did that. No, I mean, I guess the only factor that I keep on thinking is that they're trying to slowly but surely eliminate this AP process. That's the only thing that I can even think the about. The AP make, process? Yeah. The, the, or the magic keys are trying to just get rid of annual passes at some level and just get all people. together. Yeah. Uh, I hope not. Well, I can't help but get that sick, dark, and twisted monkey on my back saying, we're just trying to get rid of that. Oh, gosh. I, don't, I hope they don't do that. I hope not either. Um, I think it'll be a massive, massive, massive error. Yeah, that's a part. guaranteed stream of income for them that they get. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and we won't even go into what Universal is doing in other theme parks and what they do. If, if I will tell you this. If they ever did that, I would be, if I was a Universal exec, theme park exec, I would sit there and send whoever made that decision, like find out who made that call and send them a big basket of cookies and muffins. And (laughs) if you're into CBDs or whatever you got going on, give them all that too. Uh, Because thank you, you just made me a boatload of money. Yep. Period. Period. And on that note. (laughs) On that note, we're going to wrap up our news. It went relatively good. Uh, (laughs) I was worried. Uh, There's actually more stuff, too, but we won't talk about it today. Yeah, Uh, there's enough going on on the negative. There's honestly, I hate to say, there's a lot more negative than positive. And we just mark our biggest concerns. We don't want to be all negative. So we covered what we could cover um, without going off the rails. I know you like hearing, some people like hearing my rants, but. uh, Yeah, maybe we we, we will continue that next time. (sighs) Yeah, because sadly, there's probably going to be more. All right. All right, now let's go to the feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. Hey, LTP listeners, uh, we want to welcome you to our feature presentation. Uh, This is going to be a good show for us right now because a friend of the show, um, not a guest, maybe a guest, but he's definitely a friend part of the LTP crew whenever he feels like he wants to be. He knows that he has an open invite. He's got the open invite. Yes. uh, This is uh, one of the guys, again, that um, helped start it at all. One of the OG food guys from Disneyland. Uh, It's Jay Bratton. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. I'm excited to talk about the the latest food developments at Disneyland. Yeah. uh, Perhaps even, you know, other issues or whatever, because, you know, it's a lot of uh, man, it's like been like a maelstrom of various news items, you know, coming about with Disneyland, Disney oh. in general. You know. Oh, you know, it's funny. We we covered we we did the news, 
Uh, yeah, obviously we do our new segment, and and we and Mark and I when we were writing yesterday, we're like, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of it is negative, not so good. It's like, and then Mark's like, I don't want to make it like a big negative draw, like, uh, and I'm like, because Jay's coming on, I don't want Jay to get exactly, all work. like, like exactly. No, it's like I don't want to like have this like no. negative thing. You know what, going man? On, here, you know? I'll, I'll just put it this way: there's new leadership, and well, I should say uh, rehashed leadership. There we go. That's a good way to refurb. That person, you know, is providing uh, a positive direction for the company so you know i listened to to the last few episodes and you guys were a little bit you know a little bit down and you know so sure. i just want to say man you know what keep your heads up it's yeah. uh things are going to turn around and you know i think that um everything's going in a positive direction and every should everybody should just like you know chill just you know let things happen and and i have a good feeling that things will turn around and it just it's like a you know a, a, a you know the captain captaining uh being the captain of a, of a major cruise ship right yeah, it's just sure. you're not going to make a pinpoint turn and, and no. make everything good it takes a you know bit of a you know direction a shift in direction and it's a gradual shift it's not like a sudden turn yeah no and and that's the thing is like we always try like like i say we try to call them balls and strikes we kind of we just try to see you as we see it so it is it's, it's difficult when you see things and you're not as happy as where or the park isn't or the company isn't exactly where you'd want it to be in your mind like in we all have our vision of, of why yep. we like it and so yep. when, when we don't see it there it's kind of a little bit of a downer you can't help but feel that way but no you're right you're right the, the thing is is we have to stay positive we always try to stay positive whatever negative thing that we see we always try to end it on a positive note because that's what's important here the sure. reason why we go to disney the reason why we love disneyland the park and all these emotions that we get is because we love it and we want to be happy it's the happiest place on earth and we want to be happy when we're there and so absolutely yeah you know we have to have faith we have to have hope that we're, it, it will get to a point where we're where we can really fully enjoy everything and we're always going to be critical because that's who we are we're disney yeah. people yeah but I understand, yeah. but yeah. Th here's what I'm going to say is that I think y'all need to go to the parks like now. I oh, mean, you're like, yeah. I, I know you haven't been there yeah. for a minute. It, it's been a year for me. I yeah. think that you need to get a, a fresh injection of that happiness. You know and, and you know what? You're not, you're not, you, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. If Jay says you're doing it, you got to do it. Well, I know. And Mark and I have, <laughs> no, Mark and I have been discussing this for a while. And it's like, when are we going to go? When am I going to go? It's been over a year, which is odd to me. Like, That's way too long. Yeah, it's been you. way too long. I was and, there in March. Yeah. Um, and and Jess, loved it. Absolutely and loved Jess it. And Jess is probably going to be there in, in a week or two or yeah. whatever. And yeah. so, yeah, no, I, I know for me, it's like last time I went, it was with my family and we hadn't been to the park, you know, as a family in, in probably a decade. So it was like really special for me to go to that park. And so... Yeah. You know, as always. But, um, yeah, no, I, you're not wrong, Jay. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I'm hopeful that uh, Jess has the opportunity to join us tonight or today or whenever people are listening. Yeah. Because I, I'll be honest, bro, I, I'm jelly, man. She she went to D, you know, the Club, 20, uh, Club, Club 33. 30, yeah. you know She's going saying? again. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Well, so, okay. Hold on. Hold on. I double jealous. Okay. Hold on. Well, well, let's see if we can hold on. What's okay, and okay. so we're 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 gonna go over some some food items that Jay, um, that that Jay and his wife did last week. Yeah. Um, now, LTP listeners, I mean this: if there's something that you want Jay to try or to investigate on your behalf, um, he's willing to try it. But and you know, I mean, to a certain extent, from what <laughs> from, from from what I know, from what I can remember from Jay, and correct me if I'm wrong, there's only a couple of things Jay does not like. And let me see if I know. Um, one is sweet, sweet potatoes. 
Is that correct? correct. And yep. for some odd reason, Jay does not like cheesecake. Is that is that correct? Was that a texture thing? Is that okay, a texture but, thing? <laughs> well, no. So let me yeah, let me be more specific about the cheesecake thing. I don't like American cheesecake. Oh, Jay's oh. cheesecake is. <laughs> if you guys never had Japanese cheesecake, I have not. It, it'll be life changing. Okay, so now you make me want to go try to see if I can find some near. Now well, I'm going to Google, Google my, Japanese cheesecake. My friend from work, my coworker from work, makes homemade cheesecake, and he's brought it in before, and it is super good. It's not, it's not, I've, I've never, I didn't know there was a Japanese cheesecake. No, no joke, what am I doing right now? It's almost like, yeah, it's, it's almost like a souffle. Oh. It's a very light, airy, um, no, the cheese is not as pronounced, uh, it's not as dense, um, it's, like sweet but not overly sweet uh the texture is like a dream on your tongue it's amazing oh okay, okay i'm looking at pictures right let now let me see you, you literally got me googling it oh <laughs> i'm looking at it right now see look at that okay yeah there you go does someone in your There's family make that in my area it's called uncle tetsu uh they have it uh at, at a, a mall nearby and then they also have another location in hawaii and I, I if things go right i think that it'll be the new sensation right now boba is like the hot thing yeah yeah um and i think that uh, japanese cheesecake is the next iteration of uh popular asian desserts wait what it was what did you say uncle tetsu tetsu uncle tetsu it's t-e-t-s-u it's the first thing that pops up on the yelp that's why i'm laughing because i'm like oh there it is uncle tetsu <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> All right, LTP listeners, we are going to go through uh, a food journey with uh, Jay and Jess. How's it going? Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> Jess has joined us, uh, which is great. Um, so I know a lot of people have been asking. Everybody's the happy. world, the world has been waiting for you, Jess, to yeah. show up. Everybody's happy. Sorry, but me. I'm a hardworking woman. She's very hard to track down. <laughs> I talk to her every day, so it's not like a big oh, deal. Oh, Udi. <laughs> oh, hush. Hush. There you go. Okay, so um, no, Jess is still alive, and she's right here. But um, yeah, she makes uh, she's showing up because Jay's here. So Jay and his wife went to uh, Disneyland uh, a couple weeks ago, and um, they did try some things. Um, that we really want to talk about. And he sent us a nice photo gallery of these, of these, of these pictures. Yep. Uh, so Jay, let's, let's just get, let's just get through them. Um, let's start, start from the beginning. Okay. Let me bring them up. Um, so one of the things he did, he <laughs> went to the magic, uh, the magic key terrace, but, but before with that, he got a, a Grogu sipper cup. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Jay? So for star Wars fans, I think that, you know, it, the price point is about 30 bucks. Yeah. So I put the, you know, comments that, is it worth it? You know, for people who aren't Star Wars fans, probably not. But for those who are Star Wars fans, then definitely it's it's a small price to pay for something mm -hmm. that's very cute and, you know, very uh, emblematic of the first season, you know, where he has the little sipper cup, you know, with the, it's actually a combination of like him, you know, eating the frog and then him, you know, sipping that uh, cup of soup or broth or whatever when yep. him and uh, the Cara Dune or whatever was yeah, bone fighting. Bro. I don't know if I got her name right. You but, did. You did. Good job. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not quite as uh, into Star Wars as Hootie, but you know, <laughs> I, I do what I can. Yeah. Uh, regardless, uh, I think it's a, you know, a, a worthwhile, uh, you know, souvenir to have. Mm -hmm. 
we were a little bit worried that we weren't going to be able to purchase it because you know some of these popcorn buckets are so limited and so hard to get and but we actually had no problems i mean we got it at the tomorrowland terrace and they actually had it at the popcorn station in tomorrowland so you know it, it was cool i mean and, and it's what's kind of fun about it is that the little frog in the in the separate cup uh pops up and down oh, so that's you press good. it down and it you know comes back up yeah mm-hmm. so that was that was great so here's a question jess would you get that you're a Grogu fan. Yes, but you know why I would get it? Why? I would get it solely for the lanyard so I could put it on my keys. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it is a cool <laughs> lanyard for sure. Yeah, I would I would get it solely for the lanyard and that way I could have it on my car keys and then even though 13 would be mad at me because then I would remove the lanyards she's made me, but that's okay. Oh, yeah. Don't, sure. don't wrap your friend's company or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. Okay. Okay. Then we go to the next one. Uh, okay, so we um, we're at the Tahitian. That's it. The, the uh, tropical hideaway. There we go. And it right. looks like you've got some uh, lumpia in there. Yeah. Ooh. So the reason why I, I included this is because uh, my wife is part Filipina. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and so she knows all about lumpia. Yeah. When we saw this item uh, on the tropical hideaway menu, we've been meaning to try it for a long, long time. However, um, you know, we just haven't had the opportunity until recently. So we went ahead and and went there, made a special trip, tried it out. And I'm not sure if I'd want to call it a lumpia. It's more of an egg roll and it looks good. So here's what I kind of equate it to. It's like. So you, you you see the like the football players uh, in college or whatever, and they look like all jacked up. You know, they're like cut. They look beautiful on the outside. Yeah. But yeah. then when they actually play the game, it's just like they're getting knocked around, right? Yeah. So like, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. So this is the egg roll right here. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it looks good on the outside. It's nice and crispy. It looks, you know, in, in pictures. I mean, I I think I did a pretty decent job of taking a picture of it. You did a great job. And, you know, it had a beautiful texture, uh, you know, like crispy texture on the outside. But then when you actually ate into it, it's like soft, mushy mix of like cabbage and like little bits of pork. And it was like... Uh, going to the cheap Chinese buffet and it's been sitting oh, there for like four hours. No. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. 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 So unfortunately looks, looks better than whatever it was. Yeah, so. for yeah, sure. Because lumpia, man, I tell you what, I mean, I have been lucky enough to have a good amount of like genuine lumpia made mm-hmm. from, from Filipinos. Yeah. And, and yeah. Oh, Man, I remember you remember when we worked together. Yeah, uh, what was it? Marianne would bring in a yep. a big tray, and I'm like, oh, Lumpia. yeah, that's and some good stuff. it is so amazing. Yeah, and yeah, that's too bad. And yeah. you know, for the price point, honestly, I would uh, tell people to skip it. Seven dollars and forty nine cents for two cheap egg rolls is not worth it. No, no not at all. You know, I saw the picture and I got kind of worried. I'm like, mm-hmm. isn't it like, is, isn't it like too big too? Isn't lumpia typically like a little bit smaller? Am I wrong with that? Well, there's there's two types of uh, lumpia. There's the Shanghai lumpia, and then uh, which is the smaller ones. Uh, that's more condensed. Uh, the meat filling is very robust. Uh, this one is more veggies. Uh, so they do have a secondary version, which is the. I think uh, from what my wife told me, I believe she called the the vegetable lumpia. I mean, it's kind of pretty, you know, straightforward. Yeah, yeah sure. The terminology, but uh, regardless, uh, you know, I have had both, but even the ones, uh, you know, at the Filipino markets, uh, they 
you can actually feel that there's, you know, when you bite into it, it's cabbage. It's not mush. You know what right, I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. And there, it's like there's, it's, it's supposed to be cabbage, but it tastes more like mush. So. Gotcha. Okay. Before we get to the next slide, which I mean, you're looking at the at the at the album, right, Jay? Same with us. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think we're gonna. I, I think because the the, the next uh, slide is about uh, Ralph Brennan's, and I think that this is a one that I'm gonna have a, a lot of um, commentary about. <laughs> yes. Yes. But, yeah, yes. So I just, we, we can skip over that one. No. And, no. Uh, no. <laughs> no. 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 We no. We don't need to skip. I bet uh, before we. Well, go, well, you know, we have to skip it for. Uh, we'll skip it for now, and then we'll we'll uh, you know touch on it uh, because I, I I don't want to go negative so early in the episode. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> well, no. What I was what, what I was what I was angling at. What I'm trying to talk about real quick is the the importance of theming in food because I think that tropical hideaway is one of the best additions to the park in the last four or five years yes um in in, in terms of just the ambiance and it, it it puts you in a whole nother world right to enjoy the food right okay no i agree i mean okay are you i mean do you think you're gonna enjoy a dole whip on main street as much as you enjoy a dole whip in that area <laughs> no, no. And, absolutely you know, not. i was yeah, just gonna yeah, say exactly. that as jess would say absolutely, absolutely not. not yeah Absolutely not. Yeah, and 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 let's let's be real though. It gives us a little. It has a little special place in our heart. It yes, it does for sure because that's when we found out about Rise of the Resistance. That's where we got group. where we got our boarding group first try, first so, day. Yeah, yeah. We were sitting there holding hands, saying prayers. Praying, uh, so praying prayers. Praying to the force, oh, we, oh, like we, let us get in. Yeah. yeah. So we can skip Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen for now, but I just because the importance of theming and food. It, it, it's it's in there, right? J I mean, Jay. Yes. Okay. For sure. Okay. So that so then that that's skip. Well, off. yeah, because I mean, it's Filipino, right? And like the um, Adventureland is supposed to be like a, an amalgamation of uh, Southeast Asia, Africa. I mean, you know, it, it is kind of a generic sort of exotified version of you know like old school, you know, American interpretation, right? Yes. You know, like, you know, you, so, you know, that's the thing is, and, and, and I'm okay with that. I mean, you know, like I, you know, I'm not here to like judge, you know, 1950s white males, you know, I mean, I'm here <laughs> to like enjoy, you know, the land for what it is, is it's the explanation, exploration of international cuisines and, you know, uh, locations that, you know, are basically foreign to, most people from America, you know? Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. So we go to, okay, so we're going to. We're going to skip off Brennan's Jazz Kitchen. We're going to go, we're going to go to a place of many questions. Well, <laughs> uh, and the question is what's going to happen with it. But anyway. Oh, the Hungry Bear restaurant. Yeah. He has a picture of a very refreshing drink. He, he put a text on it. What does it say? Water, lemon, lemonade. Watermelon. Sir Watermelon lemonade. What, what did I say? Water, water lemon. Or oh. water. Did you say water lemon lemonade? I don't know what I said. It looks great. Jay, Mark, what are drinking coffee? What do you uh, think about this? This is more uh, geared towards my wife's palate. Um, okay. I, if I'm going to be uh, like using calories for a drink, 
I wanted to have alcohol. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's just like if I'm going in, I'm going all in. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's just like if, if you're going to pour syrup in there and be, make it sugary, then guess what, baby? Boost it up. You know what I mean? Like, you know, okay. make, make me feel it, you know? And it's just like for that price point, I yeah. mean, six bucks isn't, you know, six dollars is not too bad. No. But at the same time, six bucks, you know, you know, throw a little floater on there or something, you know? Yeah. So whatever but uh um anyways i tasted it it's decent i mean you know it's 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 really good uh it's definitely refreshing definitely a summer drink uh the lemon flavored boba uh it was a surprising sort of um you know i guess extra element to it you know so you know i would say for the people who are non you know alcohol drinkers this would uh be up their alley okay and um you know that's more my wife's speed so that's great and the other thing that I uh, we also got there as well was the Phantasmic Seat Cushion. So this is something <laughs> that we got some uh, a similar item when we had dined at the Blue Bayou, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't as elaborate or as color saturated as the one that um, you know that provided at the Hunger Bear. But I was it's really say, I'm looking at that. Yeah, I mean, it, I it, think Jess wants it. Okay. No. All right. Marcus. Mark. Wait, wait. Mark. No, look. Come no, no, no. no. Come on. Oh, she already has it. No, no. I've got a picture. Go. I've got a... I was trying to see. I was like, mine doesn't look as saturated as yours. Uh, Get could be picture. the photo. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just my camera or something. You know, but, uh, well, I don't yeah. know. Does yours say uh, in the bottom middle, made in China? Yep. Made okay, in China, well, there, you there you go. It's probably the same thing. It's just my my camera kind of picked up the colors a bit better than oh, yeah. your yeah. video. Yeah. Yeah. I've had that thing for years. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, then it's probably the same thing, you know, but I just, it seemed, it was new to us. So yeah. I'm not sure, I guess, we oh, hadn't seen it before, it. maybe because it. of the pandemic and everything, you know, just, you know, one of those things that we didn't realize that it was uh, available until now. And yours even has the, the Mickey head cut out at the top. Oh, there we go. I've got you guys. Yeah, mine has the. Does it? Oh, I think yeah, it does. Yeah, I think yours does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh, okay, because the seat cushion we got before didn't have that same thing. It was just kind of a oval shape or you know kind of rectangular slash oval shape uh, cut out. Okay. So, and I don't think the the artwork is quite the same. So you probably it's probably the same thing. They just brought it back and said, "Hey, this is something new and exciting. So buy it again." That's, just like you yeah. know, okay. I, I, I mean, I'd buy it again. That thing makes me happy. I love that thing. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I think I've got a picture of you using that as a pillow when we're in line for for Indiana Jones. For, for Indy, yeah. Yep. And you're like half passed out because it was like almost oh, yes. midnight. Remember yeah, that picture? That's yeah. right. Yeah. I have that. Yeah, picture. that was so long ago. It was long, a long time ago in the galaxy for anyway so here here i have a question Sorry. though going, going back to the drink what kind of alcohol would you put in it uh that i mean just like go vodka you know what i mean okay. i mean God. you can use like a white rum um something clear yeah something clear because it just it really the it's like a light soda flavor i think that like a like a dark rum would just kind of like be I don't know. It, it contrasts with the the watermelon right. really too much. Um, the whiskey as well. Um, I've never been a fan of uh, gin, so you know, mm. like anything with gin, it's just it, it's not going to work for me. Yeah. Um, I was so, yeah. tequila. So, or vodka. I'd say yeah, like a vodka or white rum yeah. is, is my okay. best you know okay. suggestion. That's funny. Is exactly uh, what I was thinking. I'm like vodka yeah. probably. Uh, before we move on to the next one, Jay, just real quick. 
Hungry Bear Restaurant. What do you think is going to happen with this yeah. place? With with the with the impending uh, you know re, re theme of uh, Tiana's Bayou yeah. thing. Not a damn thing. Okay. Really? You don't think so? <laughs> it's you know what it is. It's good as is. Um, they actually started uh, 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 carrying beignets, so oh, I think have. that they're good with oh. you know, yeah, the, the uh, you know the the theming of the restaurant, and it's pretty popular, man. I mean, you know, it's like even though they got two levels of of dining, uh, you know, look or you know, like dining, um, I guess tables and stuff like that they still fill up and you know the bathrooms are you know they they have high capacity and you know there's hungry bear in itself is you know that's innocent i mean there's nothing political about it it's like who who hates bears you know like or you know cute cuddly bears i should say well i well no and i agree with that but my question the thought is more is now that we're losing splash like the theming for critters is going like a huge element that's why i mean i'm i don't i don't think it's going to go anywhere as far as like they're going to close it or nothing but is it going to be like a rethink i keep on thinking they're going to re theme it because how man i sure hope they don't i mean i don't know i they don't get i mean if they retheme it I mean, we're talking about like long term you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah yeah talking yeah like you know maybe 20 year plan or something because the thing is that winnie the pooh still does well mm-hmm. um they have the the honey bear whatever that little candy shop in the the back corner um <laughs> yeah. they have photo ops with winnie the pooh and they they you know winnie the pooh is still a valuable property you know mm-hmm. and and like i remember my cousin uh who came from korea like when she saw Winnie the Pooh, man, she lost her stuff, you know. <laughs> you know, she's just like she had to take a picture with that character, yeah. you know. And then they got Eeyore and and uh, you know Rabbit and you know all the all the all the characters there, you know. What I mean, and and I don't think that they want to uh, lose that IP because you know it's still popular and still resonates with little kids. And you know when when you know to, to parents read books to their children or at least you know kindle books or something you know like, <laughs> you know they, they read winnie the pooh because you know it's a very simple yeah. you know like story that uh is innocent and you know happy and positive and everything so that's why i think that winnie pooh is going to be sticking around for the long term yeah okay awesome okay, okay. all right next food next food and this thing looks great to me uh, we have the Jolly Holiday Bakery Cafe on Main Street. Mm-hmm. So, have you guys been watching any of the videos about this particular sandwich? No. no. Okay. Oh so we so we were reluctant to try it, and then we saw some you know videos of people trying it, and I was just like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Let, let's uh, let's give it a shot. Man, I'm glad we did because okay, bro, this is like uh, this is this is amazing. It's like. I, I put in the comments that basically like a, a yeah. you know a beef burrito a taco uh, had a baby with a with a you know toasted cheese sandwich. You know what I'm saying? Oh and yeah. And it was like you know all of a sudden they had a little like bright baby that uh, you know has <laughs> been bestowed upon this world and just amazing. So, so you guys gotta definitely try it out. Okay. So what, what is that sauce that's in the cup? Did you? Oh, it's a it's a consomme. Oh. Uh, so it's a beef consomme, basically. Uh, a consomme is different from a broth in that they uh, strain all the, like, particulates out of it. So it's a pure beef flavor. So when you dip in, dip your sandwich into it, all you're getting is just like an injection of beef fusion. <laughs> so, you know, tip, the traditional burrito tacos are made with goat. Um, yeah, but, yeah. you know, they've kind of made it more... Uh, American kid friendly, you know, by introducing beef yep. as an alternative. Yep. 
uh, which was unfortunate because his goat is like magical as well. But you know, you got to take what you can get. For sure. Uh, regardless, um, the flavor combination is amazing. Uh, I think actually, I'll be honest, man, I, I think that the sourdough toast is a, a, a better um, vehicle to, you know, uh, to, to accentuate the, the meat than, than toast, you know, than, than the tortillas. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, so when I saw that, I'm like, Bidia, I, I've made birria. I made birria with my mom. Okay. So whenever, whenever this pops up in any recipe, I'm always very curious because I'm like, wait a second, like how good is it? And especially when you're talking about like the park, not to undercut the food, but birria being very, um, I want to say very ethnocentric, right? It's a very specific recipe. So I always get a little worried, like, are the, how's it going to translate? And, you know, especially not only for, for flavor, but just the amount, you know what I mean? Like you got to re reproduce a, a quality recipe for thousands and thousands of people. So I'm always curious right. on how something like Bidia, uh will translate over. So when you say this, I'm like super happy. I'm like, oh, good. Because I mean, I saw the picture and then I'm, I, and I was it like, looks, oh, that's Bidia. And I'm like, oh it, man. It looks great to me. Yeah. I've, I've never tried that, but I would absolutely get Bidia's that. Bidia's really good, man. I'm, I, you know, next time I'm making it, Have I'll, you I'll guys had, because it's been around for a while, have you had the uh, beef burrito tacos at uh, Cochino Cucamonga? No, I have not. No. Um, okay. No. That that one is amazing as well. I like this better only because it's a bit lighter, but uh, either one, I mean, you can't go wrong. Uh, the the beef burrito tacos at the Cochita, Cochina Cucamonga, um, they're like really um, dense. So it, it's like uh, the beef and cheese uh, in the tortilla shell that's been deep fried, and then they put the same consomme. Yeah. So when you dip into it, you know, it's all that magical taste. And mm -hmm. that's something that's like when my wife and I, you know, we go to the parks, even though we'll like order other food, like let's say for the, you know, like the various festivals and stuff like that, we'll still go out of our way to get that to take home. And then mm -hmm. we just warm it back up in the toaster oven mm -hmm. and, oh. and heat up the, the uh, consomme in the microwave oven. And it's, it doesn't lose its flavor. It's amazing. Yep. No, is there something, Jay, that you think you might add to your uh, to your uh, visit every time? The sandwich or almost? Oh, oh the sandwich. Um, yes. Uh, oh, the thing okay. is, is that they this is not something that they keep on the menu constantly. Oh, they don't. So, yeah. So if you see it on the menu, go for it. Okay. You know, because, yeah, it's it's one of those things that I don't. I'm not sure if it's seasonal per se, but it just it's yeah. like intermittent. Uh, right. So. Yeah, so definitely if you see it on the menu, go for it, okay. get it, you won't regret it. Yeah, because Bidia, okay. yeah, Bidia, if you know how to cook it, it is not an easy, it's a, it's a time consuming yeah. recipe no. to make. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it is difficult. Yeah. And to be honest, I mean, the, the beef is a touch stringy, um, but, you know, I'm not going to complain because, man, this is theme park food. Theme park food and, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. They, they're executing it at the top level with this particular dish. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. So that's why I'm happy to hear that, because, like I said, it, it, it's it's one of those things that it, it takes time. And if it's done right, it's going to come out good. Sure. So that, yeah. And, and Jess, is this something you would try? Um, Probably. Probably. Yeah, mostly because I, I'm a saucy type of person, so I like the <laughs> sauce sounds really good. And and you like and you like meat. Yeah. And I like meat. <laughs> I, I well, would... Jess, do you like French dip sandwiches? Yes, I do. Okay, well then you're you're gonna love this. Okay. Okay. Good. Flat out. Yeah. Okay. 
So we, now, can, uh, we can we can we um, can uh, split one, Jess. If uh, yeah. Yeah. okay, cool. <laughs> it is yeah, it is a bit heavy. I'll be honest. We only were able to finish about a quarter of it again, but that's only because we have to be judicious about our right. our stomach space. You know, because, <laughs> yeah. we, you know, we try so much food at the at the parks. It's like you have to be um, conscious of you know how much you're gonna eat and you know when you bite into some food you, you know already it's gonna be like a, mm-hmm. you know like taking up you know a lot of real estate <laughs> sure okay yep. and uh, again LTP listeners if there's something that you want Jay to try um, he probably will try it um, within so, reason so just <laughs> s- just send us a message yeah. and more than likely he'll he'll get I mean he'll he'll he either will say yes or now it's no big deal. But more than likely, he'll say yes and go, yeah. So just, like, please, like, reach out to us, and and he'll do it and uh, come back with some good news or some bad news, yep. as it were. All right. All right. Heading over across the Esplanade now, I guess. Is that where we're at? Yeah. Okay. I'm curious about this one. Smoke Jumpers Grill, mango lemonade with, what is that, Chem- chamoy? Mm-hmm. And fresh mango. Yep. All right. Yeah. So this must be something that your wife wanted, right? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Um, and it was good. It was flavorful. Uh, the chamoy uh, kind of add a little spicy element to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the mango was refreshing. Um, it's. I mean, uh, you know, like if I had this at a you know a, a Mexican restaurant or whatever, it'd be like straight up like you know on the menu. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. it's very uh, sort of uh, in that vein. Um, of course, it's not really like something traditional on a mexican you know restaurant menu but uh at the same time it's like it wouldn't be out of place there uh and at the hungry beer it's like yeah well you know i mean it it you know that's cool i mean yeah, it, it sure. was good you know so again price point 549 not, not bad. too bad um but again you know throw a little something in there for, for, sh- for sure <laughs> so just uh just real quick uh, about that drink. Um, Jay, do you think this goes good with what they have serving at this Milk Jumpers, which is mostly burgers? Or do you think uh, this is a great drink just to grab and walk around the park with? Well, what I think about Smoke, Jumper, Jump, Smoke Jumpers Grill is that they need to blow up the menu altogether. So um, they need to, like, make that a barbecue place. Oh, uh, yeah, really, that would be great. If you're gonna put smoke in the name, bro, <laughs> come out and do with some barbecue. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's but, like, yeah, I mean, you can have your burgers, you can have your chicken, but you know what? Make it your grilled chicken, or make, you know, offer. They used to. Uh, what was the name of the place before? Um, Test Test Pilots Grill or was that what it was called? Yes. Anyways, yeah, yeah, but they used to have the ribs, the baby back ribs. Mm. Did you guys ever have those? No, no. They were amazing. I think I did. They were amazing. It was like a X15 something. It was like some random number or whatever. And I tried them and I'm just like, yes, mm-hmm. this is it. I want this. I, this is, you guys need to, you know, have this type of thing all over your menu. They never did. They took it away. Then they changed the name and they were like smoke jumpers. And I was like, oh, cool, cool. And I was like all excited and hyped. And then I looked at the menu and I was like, wait, where's the ribs, man? I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's the thing is, like, if you're going to, like, make it thematic to, to like, something with smoke, then make it barbecue. Yeah. I mean, what yeah. the, where, where else in the park are you having pure barbecue, you know, uh, nowhere? You know what I mean? Sure. And that's the thing that, that's, to me, is problematic about this place. I think they can do so much better. Um, you know, again, barbecue chicken. Uh, they can, you know, reintroduce the menu that they used to have. <clears throat> excuse me 
they used to have at uh, um, uh, what was it the the name of the 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 ranch there the oh, back uh, 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 Big Thunder Ranch barbecue yeah Big Thunder Ranch yes. barbecue you know what I mean uh, reintroduce that you know oh, make that yes. happen you know We're, and, and it doesn't even have to be like all you can eat just like yeah. do it all a cart were do those you know because they only have the method you know they have the cooking method down. Yeah, you know, that, that chicken was soft, tender, uh, you know, flavorful. Uh, you know, just get a bucket of chicken and you know, <laughs> yeah. call it good. Were, so, were those the same ribs they they served at Taste Pilots as Big Thunder Ranch Barbecue? The sauce was slightly different, and the ones at the Big Thunder Ranch Barbecue had uh, more of a, a char, a smokier flavor. Um, the one at Taste Pilots was a little sweeter. Uh, not oh. quite as smoky, but they were still amazing, and I'll take either version. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, man, 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 I missed that place. Holy cow. Okay. That's what I'm saying, man. I mean, you know, just like they need to step up their game there. They but do. Anyways, regardless. And you don't even have to change the name. You can keep the theming. You can keep everything. All you have to do is just make a new menu. That's it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> mm, that sounds good. It does. That sounds great. <laughs> Okay, moving along, we're over at. Uh, looks like this is we're going to go to the Magic Key Terrace. Oh, I'm I'm like flipping out over this. What's wrong? Right no, no, in a good way. Oh, okay, the Magic Key Terrace, which is um, you have to have a Magic Key to have access or be with someone who has access, who has a Magic Key mm -hmm. to go. And this is right above the Wine Country Tutorial, right? Is this in the same place as the old one? I think so. Right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, in fact, the thing is that it's uh, uh, sorry to cut you off here, no, go but. Ahead. Yep. This place has become so popular that they actually appropriated the second floor of Wine Country Tartoria and made that uh, converted into like an expanded Magic Key Terrace seating area. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh. They're like, you know what? Wine Country Tartoria, you're not doing the business we want. Magic Key, you guys are killing it. So we're going to expand your, you know, you know, your seating and, and everything like that. Wow. Gotcha. So, Jess, what what looks good on this menu for you and Udi? But I'll what? let you go, Jess. There's like oh, me? Yeah, 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 you you look at it. I'm looking well, at you it. work at the restaurants, right? <laughs> so, yeah. uh, right? Well, I mean, I just go there for the booze. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie to anybody here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, the last time I went, I got the charcuterie board, and I wasn't highly impressed. So okay. if I were to do it again, I would do steak and potatoes. Okay, so that's interesting because that's what Jay did get on one of his things. Now, Udi, what looks good to you on here? So I'm 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 flipping now between that one and then the bone uh, marrow truffle and mac and cheese. Those both sounds really good. And uh, uh, okay, so you know, and then the what about you, Mark? Because I, I I'm looking at that one right there. Oh, well, what I would do is if the four of us were there, I would probably say we let's order the Big Thunder Ranch sliders because that would be shareable. Um, I'm guessing these are shrimp. Well, and then maybe that that the um, impossible Sicilian meatball flatbread looks really good, and so does the case of Beria. I know you said Beria. Okay, I can't say that word. Flatbread. Uh, I would <laughs> I would say those those two or three things is what I would get, and maybe the steak and potatoes. But I saw a picture of that, and I need Jay to explain everything that's going on because I don't know what the heck's going on. The steak and potatoes? But no, look at the picture. It's different. Okay, 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 okay. Jay is laughing at me. Oh. Well, no, I'm not laughing. I'm just like trying to figure out where you want me to start. <laughs> okay, well, no, that's, that, let's go with those uh, drinks first because that's okay, the, okay. That, Oh, that's sure. The... So the first two drinks um, that we got, uh, one was dedicated to a recent 
uh, passing of a feral cat uh, that used to hang out at the Magic Key Terrace. His name was Nutmeg, and um, he basically was, you know, one of the, you know, feral cats that Disneyland maintains all across the resort. Mm -hmm. But apparently he had an affinity for the Magic Key Terrace area, and so they decided to uh, dedicate a cocktail in his name. Uh, and since his passing or whatever, I was like, well, you know, it was in the LA Times and other newspaper, <clears throat> excuse me, newspapers and stuff like that. And so I was like, well, let me give it a shot. Uh, so it has Myers dark rum, Bailey's Irish cream, oh. Frangelico has hazelnut liqueur and apricot liqueur. Oh, wow. Uh, again, 16 bucks. It seems to be the standard, uh, you know, yeah. price for mixed drinks at Disneyland. Uh, it was good. Um, honestly, I think that it was... It's more appropriate to like Christmas time uh, mm -hmm, or, or the mm -hmm. holiday winter period. It almost tasted like the eggnog that they have. Um, so, you know, again, it wasn't bad. It just, it was not, it kind of felt like out of place, out of time, you know, for me. Uh, but uh, I would do, you know, I, I would give it another shot, uh, another shot, but just not, not this time of year. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and then the other one is was the non-alcoholic drink. Uh, it's called the Heimlich Choo Choo Juice. This one seems to be pretty popular amongst uh, kids and people who don't drink alcohol. Again, my wife, a fan. Um, this one is pretty straightforward. Lemonade with Granny Smith apple syrup and uh, fresh watermelon. Oh, yeah. This one actually was supposed to come with like a watermelon, like juice or syrup or something. But the thing is, is that I guess they ran out of that. So they used a strawberry syrup this time and mm. just didn't really resonate as well. Yeah, but regardless, I mean, it's a very fun drink. It's, yeah. you know, something to enjoy, you know, refreshing again, a very summery drink. Um, and, you know, I would suggest it for people who don't drink alcohol. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. It looks good. And uh, as far as your dish, uh, the choices that you guys made, so uh, I'll start with Jess. Uh, she had uh, indicated that she would probably get the steak and potatoes, mm -hmm. and that's exactly what we got, yes. <laughs> or yeah, at least one of the items. Yeah, so uh, so here's the thing. Um, so initially, when we got this dish, it was cold. Um, it sound, it, it uh, like the, the temperature uh, felt like it'd been sitting under a heat lamp for a while. We oh. told the server about it. They brought us out something fresh. Uh, it turned out to be really good. The only thing that uh, I would say as a sort of um, a critique is that the meat itself was a bit, um, the chef was a bit aggressive in the salt. Mm. So, yeah. So basically the only way that this really tastes good is if you combine the potatoes with the onion the grilled onion with the pepper uh and you know have it all in one bite and then everything kind of blends well together but the meat on its own is under is over seasoned the potatoes are a little bit under seasoned wow. uh the onions again uh probably slightly undercooked but you know overall it's you know it's a good dish i just they need to kind of Tell the chef to kind of you know hold back on the on the salt grinder, Re so. refine it a little bit, huh? Right, exactly. And what kind of glaze or sauce is that? That orange? Oh, it's uh, aji verde. Uh, so, is it spicy or? No, it's um, almost like a like a like a bell pepper puree. Okay. Type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the okay. best way I can equate it to. It's uh, it it 
it's creamy, but it's not cheesy. You know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of like, um, and, it, and, and it's like the viscosity is thick enough that it sticks to the, you know, the, the, the other elements, you know, that it's supposed to be adhering to. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, it's very complimentary. Uh, again, it's um, definitely necessary in terms of like, when you take a bite, it, it, you have to combine all the elements together in order to make the magic happen, so to speak. Sure, gotcha. Okay, cool. Huh? Would you would you recommend this this dish then, someone? Uh, yes. Um, but it depends on your mood. So sure. if you want something light, this is not for you. This is more of a, of a meal. Oh. Uh, even if you split it multiple ways, uh, it's definitely. Um, dense so you know you, you know I, I would say if you want to go for like a, a you know lunch time or dinner time and have it as your meal it would be very uh, very satisfying okay nice. and then uh the other element or the other uh, dish is the uh, mac and cheese with the bone marrow this oh. is one of my wife's favorites uh she loves bone marrow uh i don't know if you guys know about bone marrow or if you've had it before well, to be honest with you, Jay, when I saw that on the menu, uh, I'm, just, I'm being a little embarrassing here, but I got a little overwhelmed. I, I don't know what you even do with that thing. So bone <laughs> marrow basically is the butter of the gods. Yeah, right there. Well, you, when you have bone marrow, it's gelatinous. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it's unctuous. It like coats your mouth. It has a beefy flavor, but no, not overwhelmingly so. Um, it complements any type of beef dish that you'd have uh and then you mix that with the truffle cheese oh man it's amazing um yeah. you cut yeah, into that the, yeah that's right there i'm trying to point i'm pointing out like this is where the marrow is to mark so yeah i guess i'm just <laughs> very naive with this whole thing so you slice it you can cut into that what yeah you- bone is cut in the middle and yeah. the the center portion right when you cook it then that is what it is oh, i mean that's what marrow is Oh, gotcha. Okay. okay. Oh, I see. Yeah, I'm blowing up. I'm, I'm actually enlarging the picture and pointing it out exactly. This right here yeah. is the marrow, not there or there. But so, yeah. so you would cut that out. You would eat. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay, I understand now. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jay. I'm very, uh, very naive with this stuff. No, that's okay. I mean, you know. So, um, I could. Jess is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> So when you when you get it from the grocery store, usually mm-hmm. bone marrow it it's not sliced in half like that. So it's a you know this one is definitely like a restaurant cut. Um, the ones that you get from the grocery store, you cook it down and then it's like basically like a, a piece of bone and then you have to scoop it out from the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, this yeah. one you know like you scoop it out from the middle, but you don't have to work as hard, <laughs> yeah. you know, cause that's, you know, what the restaurant yeah. wants to do, yeah. Yeah. but that's the reason why that there's that little crispy bread on the side, because you put that marrow on top of the bread and you eat it separately. Oh. And then if you can notice that there's a little green flecks, that's parsley. So parsley has a little bit of bitterness to it. Mm-hmm. So it offsets the, the richness of the bone marrow itself. Yep. Wow. I would do that. I know I'm you would. Highly, yeah. I'm highly impressed. Yeah. This is theme, this is like a theme park food. Yeah, no, and and the thing is, is that if they did it right, that's that's good. Ex- that's like really well, that's a little bit more highbrow. You know what I mean? If we want to put it that way, if it I is. Put it that way, you know. And and, it did, is. and did they do it yeah. right, Jay? Everything was great. Uh, okay. Pasta was slightly overcooked, but then again, you know, my wife and I prefer uh, pasta al dente. Yeah. 
uh, which means slightly undercooked, so it has a little more um, texture to it. This one is a little more mushy. Okay. So, okay. yeah, it, it's, uh, I'd say this is, you know, for, for you know, norm, you know, the people who eat standard, you know, American food on a daily basis or whatever, this is more up their alley as far as the texture of the pasta is concerned. Mm -hmm. gotcha. uh, it's also kid-friendly, uh, but for people, you know, who eat at, you know, better Italian restaurants, that type of thing, they prefer al dente versus this type of uh, pasta. Okay. Excellent. And then, um, then the other one uh, was the uh, Impossible uh, Sicilian Meatball Flatbread. Yeah. This one is another one where they're doing vegetarian right. Oh, they, okay. Yeah, the, the, this one, I... The only this one was slightly undercooked. I mean, that's you know the only issue, but actually it turned out well because I only had a bit of it, and then we took it home, and then when I recooked it, I made sure that it was cooked thoroughly. But uh, you know, the initial impression was like it was slightly undercooked, but that's okay. Again, um, the impossible. I I swear to you, the impossible meatballs. I wouldn't be able to discern that from a regular meatball the way that they combine the spices mm. and everything. And you know, texturally, it just like it feels like a regular meatball. It was it was amazing. And I would, if if anyone's a vegetarian, this is definitely something I would put number one on your list because okay. it just yeah, it's that it's that amazing. Uh, the 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 dough of the the pizza crust was was uh, nice. I mean, it was again slightly undercooked, but you know, you can always ask the the kitchen to heat it up more. Um, but you know, at the time I was willing to forgive that because I was taking it home, but oh. afterwards I, I heated it up and the, the texture of the, the dough was, was great. I mean, you know, it, it wasn't too, it wasn't too thick. It wasn't too thin. It was just right. Yeah. Th th this is absolutely great. Um, yeah, it yeah. does look good. So, and then the last thing I want to touch on, which I didn't, um, include in the, photos uh this round but we've had in the past was the churros uh oh, so yeah. if you see on the on the menu there that is one of the most popular items they have the house-made churros and you've had the the churros you know at the all the carts around the park and stuff like that this one's like next level you know what i mean Ooh. this one is uh crispier uh more dense but still light and fluffy on the inside. Mm. Uh, and then the ice cream, dulce de leche, oh, wow. and the salty caramel ice cream. Oh, man. That oh, sounds yeah. amazing. Oh, It, it oh, is. It, and, and definitely, if you guys ever go there, you know, for the first time, for sure, get that, because it's, uh, it's, a, it's a home run. Wow, that sounds really good. That sounds really good. And it sounds like it's very shareable, too. Is that is that right? Oh, for sure, yeah, definitely. Because it's, it's, it is rich. I mean, you know, that, that, that Irish cream, uh, you know. Sure. The, the, the cream, uh, the Irish cream dulce de leche is, uh, you know, is, is definitely um, rich and creamy. Awesome. I'm going to go. Okay. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Um, how, how, how does that sound, Jess? Does that, does that sound pretty good to you? Yeah, that does. I would try that. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Right on. I think that would be just as, uh, you know, I, I think that would be right up her alley for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think so. For sure. All right. So what's the, what's the next item here? Uh, well, we can skip over because I had put a posted a drink uh, that I had at Hollywood Lounge. Nothing 
memorable. Um, then we went to uh, Pim's Test Kitchen. Uh, since Ant Man and the Wasp just came came out on Disney Plus, uh, we we wanted to you know check this out. Uh, this is uh, a new uh, concoction that they had uh, released. Uh, it's called Experiment Seven Two Nine Zero. It's a cookies and cream cold brew. So it's a chocolate cookie, basically Oreos, uh, cold brew with uh, a sweet cold foam. Oh wow. It's something that, so like me, I don't, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I, I don't like coffee, uh, okay. but my wife does. But, and even if you don't like coffee, but you're willing to tolerate or you, you know, you're not against it, like let's say in a tiramisu or something like that, right? Then definitely get this drink because it's very, it's like sweet, but not overly sweet. It's chocolatey, but not overly chocolatey. Uh, it has that back note of the the Oreo cookie, so you got a little bitter bitterness there. Um, and it's, I mean, this is like a, you know, if if I wasn't so um, against coffee personally, uh, I would say this is definitely uh, something that's going to be a, a winner for everybody at the table. Yeah, I think this is right up okay. Booty's alley right here. I'm in. I'm yeah, down. For I'm, sure. I'm ready to go in. Yes, please, right now. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And then uh, the other one uh, that we had, uh, just because we were kind of full, so just we were just getting little desserts oh, and snacks and yes. stuff like that. Have you guys had that Choco Smash uh, candy bar? No, no, I've heard about it, but I've never actually uh-uh. seen it. But now Jay's trying okay. it. Yeah, so basically it's uh, like a Snickers bar in a, in a dark chocolate brownie. Uh, you know, ran into each other, and uh, this was the end result. Uh, <laughs> very, uh, very dense, very thick, uh, but it's basically um, when you bite into it, it's like your your mind says Snickers bar, but then when you start chewing more, you're like, wait, this is not a Snicker bar. It's you know, <laughs> you, you, you taste that dark chocolate, so it's not quite as over overwhelmingly sweet. Okay. Uh, and man, this thing, I swear, dude, I picked this up and this thing's got to be like a half a pound or something. Oh, like that. Wow. It was wow. like, yeah, very dense. I mean, do you see that little uh, in the pictures that I uh, sent you guys? You see, I, I broke off that little piece. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. That was enough. That's it. My no wife and way. I split that little piece and that was enough for us. I mean, it was so dense. It was like very, wow. definitely Whoa. very shareable. Uh, but that's something you'll probably want to, you know, get a, a, a Ziploc bag and take home because you, you're going to want to have it again, but you don't want to have it then, you know, that same day. Wow. For sure. Now, now Jay, wow. is that thing served like cold or just at room temperature? Room temperature. Oh, yeah. just for some like, reason, yeah. that was so frozen you, you know, no. Okay. If you go, yeah, just like you went to like Seven Eleven or something like that and picked yeah, up yeah, a yeah. Snickers bar oh, and the, the same the temperature. Yeah, gotcha. Oh yeah, gotcha. Okay. Right. And then the last thing I'll say is, uh, you know, the, about Pim's Test Kitchen, uh, it was a little bit disappointing, so I won't dwell on it too much. But we were looking for a little bit of salty because you know when you have sweet, you know, with a little, you, you want to finish it off with some salty, you know, yeah. to enhance that that sweetness. And so we decided to try that uh, candy bacon on the side. Yeah. <laughs> and do you see the advertisement? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm seeing your, your, your comparison right now. Right. Yeah. So basically the, what they advertised was this crispy, crunchy, charred, beautifully cooked piece of bacon. And what we got 
two pieces of like limp bacon and just it was just like a, a bowl of sadness. Yeah. Because so. <laughs> I love I hate bacon, but I love candied bacon. I would yeah. I would get that, but yeah. that's really depressing. Oh man, it is yeah. too bad. It is. So definitely avoid that. Okay. Awesome. All right. So um, thank you for sharing all that, Jay. I, I mean, yeah. I've, I've learned a lot, and I, I do want to go to the Magic Key Terrace for sure. Yep. And hopefully we can uh, – man, if, if we're all there at the same time, I'd love to do that. We could all go there and, and try just a bunch of stuff. But Udi wants to talk about the Jazz Kitchen. He's pointing <laughs> to – he's scrolling through the Jazz Kitchen picture. So – Dude, yeah, I, this I, I menu, talk about that too. this menu, this current menu, it, it looks ridiculously bad to me. Is that true, Jay? No, I agree, one hundred percent. Did you guys click on the link that I had uh, provided in the notes? Uh, yes, I did. Okay, so you saw the way that the menu used to look. Yes, compared to the way it is now. Mm-hmm. Do you see the problems? <laughs> yeah. So he has the link right here. Um, if you go to, go open up the expanded view. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll look at the, the info on the menu of the picture. Uh, excuse me, the picture of the oh. menu. Okay, hold on a second. He's gonna he's gonna pull it up. But all yeah. right. So let me just go ahead and start my rant. Okay, go for it. <laughs> yeah. Anybody who who hey, look, I'm not gonna try to be too negative here, um, but I just want to say that I am extremely disappointed. Um, extremely sad. Why? I mean, I just I want to question who is the executive that decided to redo the facade of the restaurant and redo the menu of the restaurant because it just there's nothing at all that reminds us that this is a jazz kitchen or anything that having to do with New Orleans and why they just don't change it to CPK. It doesn't, you know, I mean, you might as well, you know what I mean? Because it's just... The the menu is is like gradually slipping into like generic territory and just they need to reevaluate their uh, direction, um, in my opinion, um, because it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, You know, you look at the starters. What do you know? uh, What does crispy calamari with Korean chili flakes have to do with? New Orleans, you know, yeah. nothing. <laughs> I mean, nothing. Uh, what do dipping tots, not dipping dots, but you know, they're trying to play on the dipping dots, right? But then the calling it dipping tots. Uh, what does it have to do with New Orleans? I mean, tater tots that you get frozen from the grocery store, yeah, and you have a sriracha mayo with the Alabama white sauce. What reflects Louisiana, New Orleans, anything you know, like that, yeah. that you know, is uh, from the namesake of Ralph Brennan. You know, Ralph Brennan, you know, he was an icon in the New Orleans restaurant scene, and he had a hand in all, uh, a lot of the the iconic uh, restaurants uh, of New Orleans, uh, Commander's Palace, um, there's um, Mr. B's, I mean, those are just two of the more more notable restaurants that he, uh, you know, had a part of. And this menu is just like a shame. I mean, it's a slap in the face, you know, yeah. to, to everything that they want wanted to do. You know, it just, you know, uh, again, I had uh, provided you a menu from, you know, about basically 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's just the, the comparing and contrasting the situation is just, you know, it just they started out, you know, having all this 
you know, great New Orleans cuisine. And then they just, I don't know what's been, you know, it's been a slow evolution. It hasn't sure. really kind of like, you know, happened overnight, but at the same time, it's like for them to, you know, redo the restaurant altogether, that was their opportunity to get back to their roots. You yes. know what I mean? But instead, yeah. you know, they're going more generic, even more so than before. Yeah, I'm not looking at the old menu right now, but didn't they used to have a a, a fried chicken plate in there? Yes. Yeah. Where's yeah? Where's that? Well, I mean, they used to have. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, they used to have, uh, and they had blackened chicken. Uh, the the originator of blackened cuisine was Paul Perdome. Um, he created the blackened catfish, uh, which was popularized, and then they you know adapted that technique to chicken and other proteins but you know basically he's the one who invented the blackened catfish uh which made new orleans one of the more iconic dining destinations in the world you know oh, wow. and, you know so you know why, why are they veering away from that mm -hmm. that's the thing that you know kind of makes me a little bit upset you yeah. know and, and just why i wanted to bring this to to light you know for for your listeners is you know again i'm not trying to be too negative here but at the same time it's just like i don't know they need to do like some kind of like a, a protest or something because <laughs> i i don't know i mean you know it just it, it doesn't make sense to me and it just i you know i i got i told you guys there's two other restaurants that are coming uh soon to uh downtown disney uh one being portos which is uh, actually cuban cuisine i i uh, uh mis uh, labeled it as central american cuisine but it's actually cuban and then the din tai fung which is a very popular uh chinese dumpling place and those two places i tell you what people are going to be lined up for like hours to get in that restaurant this place I'm sure you can just walk up and get a seat, you know, because, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's how, that's how, like, just uninspiring this menu is and how uninspiring the decor is and everything. Mm. Yeah. Nope. I'm not happy about it. No, I'm not happy about it at all. I mean, just tell me your thoughts. I mean, you, you work in the restaurant business. I mean, what does, I mean, when you look at this on, at first blush, what is your opinion? Like, what do you, what do you see when you look at the facade? Uh, what's that place called? Um, the one that I can't, Earl, a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it just, it looks terrible to me and it really upsets me because I never ate there before they did the switchover. Oh. And New Orleans is like hands down my all time favorite place. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the food. Um, it's like, if I could move there, I would. Um, that's just my kind of place. And so just to see them, it just looks like it's cheap. It just they went. I mean, that's the thing is that you've been to New Orleans. Is there anything that resembles New Orleans in either the menu or the you know the the architecture of the restaurant? Let me pull the menu back up. Um, no, the architecture, no. Like, and when I was there last time, like I we could see like them working on it, and I was just infuriated. Uh, yeah. May or may not have had a couple of drinks before that, but. I was <laughs> Um, as far as the food goes, uh, no. Like, and you can tell that they kind of half-ass it and try it. Excuse my French. Um, like I'm saying, like the NOLA BBQ shrimp and grits. Also, I love New Orleans so much, Jay. My cat is named after her. Her name is NOLA. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, yeah, you know. But, I mean, then, you know, you've got an L.A. California cob. What the hell is that even doing on the menu? Exactly. You know, like, it just, to me, it just absolutely makes no sense. So, no, it's, I mean, I won't eat there, you know, now no. especially, mm -mm. you know. 
I can go get a filet mignon from, you know, somewhere else and be content with my life. Especially for $48. What the heck? I know. That's what I'm telling you. And Mark or Udi, have you guys been there before? Like before even the no. menu switch? No, no but it, it was on, honestly something that always drew. I, I always walked by it, looked at the menu, and with the group I was with, probably wouldn't have met everyone's needs. Yeah. But I, I actually enjoyed seeing the seeing the colors and hearing the music yeah. and looking at the, the architecture. I thought that place needed to be there whether or not I enjoyed it or not. I thought it added a lot to downtown Disney. This new color of this, you know, beige and, and orange, it looks ridiculous to me. Yep. Oh, no, it's not even, uh, it, it, like, the, the, I guess the colors aren't coming through. It's actually, like, more of a grayish color than a beige. Okay. Yeah, it's almost like a, it's a, like a combination between gray and beige, I guess. But, yeah, it looks more gray in person. Oh. Um, and then you look oh, at the wow. tables, and they're, like, a generic gray just it's sad yeah it's really depressing and um you know the thing is that the the menu that i even uh provided to you uh through that link that was from 2014 even the earlier menus were even more expanded um almost i i wouldn't say to the level of like uh like cheesecake factory but it was on <laughs> par with that yeah and wow. they had so many different um, styles of food and, you know, so many different options and so many different drinks. They used to have a dueling piano bar in there as well, and they got rid of that. Mm -hmm. They got rid of that. They used to have Bananas Foster. So yeah. Commander's oh, Palace, yeah, that Commander's Palace was the, the first place to ever uh, invent the Bananas Foster, and they had that there, and they got rid of it. So now their signature item is what a double chocolate something something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no thank but, you. No thank you. You know, and I'm yeah. I'm looking I'm looking at the picture and I'm like that looks drab. It looks it, it, is. it looks really drab. Like any flavor or any excitement out of it, out of it. Like cause that like Mark was saying the 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 exterior before had that sense of like fun and and anything. This is just like. Here, let me paint a great build, gray building. Throw a little bit of color on, it and be like, "Hey, we're we're having a good time." I'm like, no, dude, no, we're not. Mm -hmm. Even, and, you and know, the thing that it's kind of weird is that the people who redesigned the restaurant they decided for some reason to keep the gaslight uh, lamps, mm -hmm. and just like, why? What's the point? I yeah. mean, you guys already tore all this other stuff out. It's yeah. like there's nothing. I mean, the, the the gaslight lamps look so out of place. It's like. Uh, almost anachronistic, you know, it's right, right. very, I don't know. It's, it's oh. this whole restaurant now is just antithetical to the <laughs> entire, like New Orleans, you know, uh, you know, experience, you know I mean? There's nothing New Orleans about this place no. anymore. Yeah. And yeah. in fact, I, I read a um, recent Yelp review, apparently, and I, I can't confirm or deny this, but um Per this uh, Yelp review, they say that it's going to be called the Jazz Kitchen Coast Grill and Patio. What? With no mention of Ralph Brennan. So, so what? yeah. So, that's kind of weird because when I see, you know, I took a picture of the tile entryway. So it does say REBJK, which is kind of weird. Um, so, but it does mention Ralph Brennan and it said reimagined in 2023. So I'm not sure about the veracity of this uh, this review. Um, but or this information, but um, anyways, if they do call it, I mean, basically, just you know, shut the restaurant down, you know, get something else in there because you guys have gave up. Well, you know, that picture that I'm looking at, it, it says that uh, Jazz Kitchen, Coastal Grill, and Patio. 
It yeah. says it right there. Right on the on the on the on the, on the awning. Yeah, that's what they did. Uh, yeah. That picture up. Oh, is it on the menu? No, no. Look, no. Look at the picture of the front of the of the. Oh, um, you're talking about on the menu. No, but the oh, actual, no. on wait. the facade of the building. Yeah, on the facade of the building, right under Jazz Kitchen. Yep. Oh, okay. It says it right there. Close cool. to yeah, I didn't even. Yeah, I should have zoomed in on that. I didn't. Yeah. I was so pissed off. I was like, I didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing your phone at the at the at yeah. the sign, like you got to be out of your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. No. That now that you guys. Yeah. Yeah. No. Now that you guys uh, pointed pointed that out to me again, I was so taken aback by the whole. You know transformation i just i didn't even mm. pay attention to it because and i actually saw the the restaurant manager he was there and i you know like they were uh they weren't opened uh you know yet for lunch service but uh the manager was there and he was kind of like saying hi to people as people walked by and i almost wanted to flip him the bird <laughs> so <laughs> oh man yeah, no. Anyways. Yeah, I'm Anyways. looking. I'm looking at at the picture, sending what's on the floor. That this little piece that says "Reimagined in 2023." I'm like, man, you may have to bury that. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So, anyways, so that that's my my whole negative uh, sort of um, you know thing about the new jazz kitchen situation, and you know, just hopefully they'll change it sooner rather than later. But um, I appreciate people's patience and hearing my rant. Oh yeah, for sure. No, for sure, for I sure. love it. Yeah. Yep. Um, and we are up against time now for Jay's overtime now. Uh, mm -hmm. So working yeah, a double. I know, <laughs> I know. So um, yeah, I, we probably don't have time to go through all these right yeah, now because no. I know Jay's got yeah. you going. Um, so Jay, thank you again for taking time to do this. Uh, it means yeah. a lot to me, and I'm sure. Um, I don't know what my listeners are thinking, but our listeners, I, but I do know they appreciate your insight and your willingness to do all this stuff for us. Oh, yeah, yeah it's a pleasure. Absolutely. Yeah, I enjoy talking to you guys again. It, it's been so long, and uh, yeah. more so for Jess because we missed out uh, last time. But uh, I did. You know. I'm, glad that, I'm glad that I was able to get off and call in. <laughs> yes, definitely. Well, you know. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate uh, you guys, and uh, you know I uh, listen to every episode. And, oh, and, uh, you're making me nervous uh -huh. now. Yeah, so <laughs> just think, things will, you know, uh, as I uh, before Jess got on, uh, you know, Mark and I and Hootie had a little conversation, and you know, I just I my feeling is that the parks are taking a more positive direction now. Um, okay. Yeah, Jazz Kitchen aside, I think everything else uh, is going uh, well in terms of, like, being more guest-friendly, uh, being more, I guess, family-friendly, you know, that kind of thing. And I think that, yeah. you know, you guys got to get back to the park soon because yep. I think you'll you'll notice the change. You know, there's a, oh, yeah, like a, a different back. vibe. And, and um, you know, I know, Jesse, are you going to be going? Uh, I know you said that you're supposed to be there today, but are you going to be yeah. going again soon again uh, as well? I'll probably try to go in June. I know my pass is blocked out in July. Okay. The camera cat. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's um, that Nola right there. Yeah, that's Nola. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll probably because I'm blocked out in July, so I might do June, but I know I'll for sure do my daily or my uh, yearly day before I go back to school in August. Take cat cool. out of the way. Uh, awesome. And I'll go and do a solo trip then. So, awesome. Well, my wife and I were going in June as well. So maybe okay. we'll like uh, I don't know if what days you're going to be there, but maybe we could uh, 
uh, meet up if we happen to coincide, you know, with, we're going to go, uh, with her friends and, uh-huh. and, um, you know, we can hang out, have a, a drink or a, maybe not yeah. a charcuterie board cause you're just one yeah. with them, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, something else, you know what I mean? We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll try something else. And, uh, um, if not, then, uh, maybe we'll, we'll, uh, indulge in some of the same food items at the, you know, the, the same time period. And so we'll, we'll compare and contrast, uh, our thoughts. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I don't, I don't have a date. I usually just look at Southwest flights, see what's cool, cheapest, cool. and then book my way around that. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I'd love that. All right. Sounds great. All right, guys. Well, take care, and thank you so much again for having me on, and uh, look forward, forward to talking to you again. Always Absolutely. a pleasure. All right. Thank you. It was you. good to see you. All right. Thank All right. you, Jay, so much, and we will be in touch. Okay. Right. okay Okay, so I want to say thank you again, Jay Bratton, hanging out with us for for an hour, a little over an hour, and for Jess uh, coming in on her uh, after her shift. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, so again, listeners, if you want Jay to try something out at this next yeah. trip, he's always he he goes quite often, and he will be happy to try whatever. Uh, so please let us know, and we will pass it on to Jay, and he'll come on whenever. Yep, and then we got to break in the new uh, LTP Hideaway. Yes, we got to come over to to do the new Alti Padaway. Yeah, you guys have to come over. So, okay. well, hopefully, hopefully next one, right when we do our call-in, that's what we're trying to do. Next one, hopefully, yeah. we'll be a call-in. call-in. We yeah. got we got to get that going again, and that's what we want to do for everybody. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, listeners, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to go on this uh, episode with us. Uh, it means a lot to us. Mm-hmm. Again, if you want to leave us a review or stars, do it on whatever platform you have. Yep. And we will we will listen. We will respond. And that's... No, we never respond. We already did. Oh, anyway. uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Jess, how can people find you? Um, oh, my gosh. It's been so long. Uh, let's see. My Instagram is Storybook Jess. My Facebook is Jessica Farfan. And then for Facebook for the show is Leaving Today Podcast. Two words, Leaving Today Podcast. And my Snapchat code somewhere on my Instagram, and I don't tweet. All right. Gotcha. Uh, Udi, for more witty banter, where can people find you? You can find me on my other podcast, The Mando Show. We are a Star Wars uh, review podcast. We did our 100th episode, which should be out by the time this one is out. That was a fun one. We did what we call the Mandy's or the Mando Awards, which is we basically take uh, season three and we hand out a bunch of awards that go to nobody. Um, But it was fun. It was always a good time. And uh, then you can also find me on my socials, which are Twitter and the Instagram, which are both the same at H-A-X-G-O-A-L-I-E, Hacks Goalie. All right. And, and you can reach out to us. You can send us email at info at leaveintodaypodcast.com or follow us on Instagram at leaveintodaypodcast. We have a link tree on there mm-hmm. with everything uh, for Patreon, for our tea public. So, yeah, that we have all that stuff. Um, we, we don't really tweet. I, I did tweet once, like in the last couple of weeks for the first time ever. Um, uh, for that, weird. yeah, it felt very, very weird. Um, but hopefully we might start uli- utilizing that again. Who knows? Um, but that is going to wrap up episode number 174. Yep. Gosh. Okay. Uh-huh. Friendly reminder. What's Anybody that? needs to come on? We're here. Anyone that wants to come on, yeah. be here. Yeah. And check your socials. Um, we will be doing a, a live show soon. And uh, again, for the next, um, la- the, la- the last plug for Castle Life Creations on their on their next drop, be be sure to use yes. L- LTP fans on checkout for for fifteen percent off of your order. Absolutely. That's a, that's a big deal. Uh, thank you again, Carrie. Thank you again, Carrie. With that, uh, we're going to wrap this one up. We love you, adventures out there, and we'll see you in the parks. 
Bye-bye. See ya. Please do not eat my flowers. Booty's gonna spank your butt. Somebody take these home and eat these. Mark. No. They're going no. in the trash. Mark. My body's just stiff. It's okay. I can make it work. But then when you pet her, she bites you. Oh, well, that I have no control over. Why you gotta ruin everything? We'll give it a bit. Yeah, give it a second. Okay. Woo! Put your phone away from your stuff. <laughs> kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> ah, it's like a breath of fresh air. Boy, was my face red.